0: Ask the MP. The The right Honorable is in the hot seat. Ask the MP MP. with Farai on ZFM Stereo. It is Ask the MP only on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Thank you for joining us uh, this Tuesday evening tonight. We are discussing the environment ahead of uh, elections happening on July 30th and to do that I'm joined by uh, two representatives of civic society organizations. Uh, As you know this effort does bring members of parliament as well as uh, different uh, civic society organizations and stakeholders uh, to participate and to interact with you. I'll go straight into the introductions of my guests this evening. Simbarashi is the chairperson of the Combined Arari Residents Association. He also is a member of uh, HAMREF, that is Arari Metropolitan Residents Foundation, if I'm not mistaken, Simbarashi. Great to have the forum. Great to have you on the program, Simbarashi. Thank you for joining us. Thank
1: you very much and good evening to
0: listeners. Alongside him is Reverend Dr. Kenneth Mutata. He's a member of uh, the Zimbabwe Election Support Network, but he's also the General Secretary of the Zimbabwe Council of Churches. Reverend, great to have you on the show.
2: Thank you very much and good evening, Zimbabwe.
0: Indeed, Uh, now as I said The focus of tonight's discussion is the Electoral, well the environment on the ground Ahead of the election on July 30 Depending on who you speak to uh, You know, you will get different uh, Opinions and different uh, voices, but certainly We've seen uh, I can In today's press uh, Certain members of parliament being Quoted as saying that, you know, this might Be one of the cleanest, one of the um, Best elections we've had In almost 50 years, more than 50 years Rather, Uh, we've had Uh, zfm has spoken to several electoral uh, contestants and in our news bulletins earlier we spoke to contestants across the country about the environment ahead of the election speaking about the free the freedom that they have uh, the the ability that they've had to go into areas that they want to do to campaign as freely as they would like to so clearly for many the environment is Conducive, The environment is free. I'll begin with you, Reverend Dr. Kenneth Mutata, obviously, because you sit on Zesni as well. So I think you're quite able to uh, weigh in on some of these issues. Is this, uh, you know, many people would say we've had a lot, of le- a lot of elections in Zimbabwe and it's unknown territory for us because things are peaceful. You would imagine that there is no election around the corner.
2: Yes, uh, I think uh, the answer is yes and no. Uh, the 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 election environment, if you are comparing with the past experiences, I think this is a, an environment to be grateful of. Um, uh, there are uh, still uh, reported uh, individual cases of violence, but actually uh, in comparison to the last uh, 15 uh, or so years, I think uh, this election should be considered as peaceful. Uh, what we also see is that uh, in the last, uh, especially two Uh, elections uh, we have seen uh, restricted space uh, for political contestants to um, to compete uh, for for the for the audience uh, restriction in organizing in uh, mobilizing Uh, but we've seen in this uh, campaign so far we can see that uh, if you have a political party and there are many Mm -hmm. uh, uh, if you have a political party you can organize you can invite whoever you want uh, and you can organize your your rally uh, uh, freely so in, in comparison, uh, we, I think, are having uh, one of the best environments uh, for having elections. Having said that, uh, there are other standards that are used uh, to measure uh, uh, elections. And uh, when then people start to use those uh, standards, then you can say maybe there are some areas that will require improvement when people use uh standards, the SADAC standards, when they use the EU standards, when they use the African Union standards. Some of these standards we ascribe to as a nation, so therefore they are not just uh, uh, some kind of idealistic um, uh, standards that uh, some people want to, to raise just to cause problem. Mm-hmm. I think these are standards that uh, we have signed to so it is legitimate for people to say actually if we use those standards there are areas uh, for improvement
0: indeed are some of those standards feasible and practical given the reality the 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 situation on the ground and the time that we have
2: yeah i i think uh, those are some of the issues to consider some of them require more time uh, than uh, we we have Um, and uh, and therefore they uh, if you are considering the Uh, the the time uh, we have now uh, before the elections, uh, you can see uh, that uh, it's uh, a bit of a challenge uh, for some of these uh, uh, changes to be made. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some of them are affected by the cycles of the the parliamentary systems because some of them should be legal. Mm -hmm. Uh, But others would argue that uh, there are some which uh, require uh, political will uh, if um, uh, only there is a a decision by the powers that be to open space there are some changes that could uh, that could take place and, and I think all these uh, arguments are, are, are legitimate uh, we, we, we can see that some of the changes we need and, and I think uh, this is important for us Zimbabweans to, to recognize that some of the changes we need having come from where we are coming from some of the changes that we need are going to take a little bit longer time than mm-hmm. uh, we are comfortable with but where possible, I think we need to make uh, those changes that will make uh, this uh, election uh, uh, considered generally uh, credible, uh, free and fair.
0: Simbarashi, your thoughts uh, very quickly in terms of the environment and if you think we are on course indeed to having uh, perhaps not a perfect election, but certainly one of the best we've had in recent years.
1: Uh, thank you very much. Uh, let me start from the question that you raised that... Uh, Probably the time that we are left with is it feasible to have uh, uh, Mm -hmm. Some of these uh, amendments that we wish to have for instance the legal side of our election. I would say surely to me Representing the residents. This is not the question to talk about time Mm -hmm. Uh, My understanding is that we had all the time Uh, I want to give you an example Uh, the electoral amendment bill was tabled in parliament last year in September uh, only for it to be first dragged just recently with some uh, piecemeal am- am- amendments so to speak so I don't think we must uh, continue to talk about time I mean that we don't have time to do everything that we want to do we had the time but I don't know who was dragging things down things were dragged down to a certain point where people then said okay we'll do this later on uh, this can be shelved now it will be uh, discussed later on I, I i gave you an example of the mm. electoral amendment bill that was tabled in parliament last year in september uh, eight months down the line huh now people are saying Uh, let's rush this thing through so that we can have relations. So we have some people who are good at sitting on some of these things so that Mm -hmm. when the real time comes, they will then start to raise issues related to time. So raising the issue uh, about time, to me, does not make sense, Mm -hmm. so to speak, uh, because people were sitting on these things. People were not making a lot of noise about these things. So don't talk about time. So that's my first point. My second point is that To me, uh, the electoral environment as compared to other elections, probably I can concur with the uh, uh, Reverend Dr. Mdata, Mm -hmm. that uh, is different from what we've seen before. Uh, But I'm not sure if that difference is enough for us to then conclude, probably after the elections, that it was credible, free, and fair. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure about that. We're just witnessing another different uh, election from the previous ones, from the 2013 one, from the 2008 one, from the 2001. So, but but it must not allow us to then conclude that it was credible free and fair uh, because there are a number of issues uh, that we can talk about related to election preparedness, I mean, the electoral environment, the legal environment, and all these other issues related to a credible, free, and fair election, the SADA guidelines, what have we done in terms of even aligning our constitution, uh, I mean, the electoral act to the constitution, so that we have this credible, free, and fair election. What we are hearing, in my view, representing the residents, the, the loudest voice is just talking about having credible, free, and fair election. But I'm not seeing the action on the ground to, you know, uh, support that. The action in the parliament to support that. The action elsewhere to support that, uh, you know, uh, mantra that we need to have credible, free, and fair election.
0: Let me ask you this. Uh, And since you you say from what you're hearing from the residents, uh, yes i think there are a lot of legal and technical things perhaps that need to be uh, still need to be brought to the table need to be addressed as we said some of them may require more time but in terms of the view of the residents as you speak to them do you think that they will be able to they know and are able to go out and express themselves and 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 have the, the the the, the ability to make the choice That they want in this election That they are informed well enough Of the various options that are available Of the electoral process Of where they are meant to vote And they can freely say uh, This is what I've decided This is who I want to vote for And I'm able to go and vote for them
1: I'm sure residents are going to do that uh-huh. Say for one or two sticking points uh-huh. Residents are when the period to check our names opened up, uh-huh. uh, Zeke came up with this uh, uh, new way of checking your names. Uh-huh. Uh, you know the star two six five hash uh, uh-huh. approach,
0: uh-huh.
1: which to me was not a proper way of checking whether your name is properly registered in the uh, you know in the voters. Room. Uh, some of the people who use that system went on to physically check their names and they found some mistakes. So Mm -hmm. to me, yes, we are going to vote. We are going to cast our votes, but we still have some, uh, you know, these sticking issues. For instance, you go there uh, probably use this 265 start 265 as approach and then on the election day you are told that your name is not properly spelled or you are referred to as a female person or a male person in the register when you are male or when you are female. So these are some of the things, these small things that will affect the credibility of this election that you are
0: talking about. But we can't uh assume that those will happen we we assume we can only then comment on those after they have happened that mm, i went in the end
1: i just told you i testified i've mm-hmm. had people who after using that uh, star 265 hash went on to physically check their names and discovered that there were some you know some irregularities in the manner in which their names were registered mm-hmm. and then they were then given these forms to say uh, when election date comes and then your name is not properly you know uh, corrected you're going to use this form to vote so Mm -hmm. to me these are some anomalies
0: that will affect the credibility of this election when we then know how many people are actually affected in that way after the election Will we be able to? Okay. Uh, But uh, again, at at the end of the... uh, Very good point you raise and uh, certainly the first time I've heard about it, I'd have imagined that, uh, you know, people were happy that Ezek has taken advantage of ICT to to allow people to do this without necessarily having to go to their polling stations, Mm -hmm. but nonetheless I think no system is perfect. Uh, I want to talk about something that is, 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 is making all the news, and that is this issue of the voters' role. Now, for many people out there, we just hear voters roll, voters roll. Uh, perhaps you, uh, in your wisdom as 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 a board member of ZESNI, but also as a, a representative of the residents, can tell us why is this such a, a sticking issue? What is the significance of voters roll Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I Reverend. I I think uh, the
2: you know part of the uh, the struggle that we 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 have to deal with is our past Mm -hmm. Um, we we live in an environment of mistrust Mm -hmm. because uh, the 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 way the electorate the electorate experienced the past elections make them to be suspicious of uh, whatever process uh, that uh, the electoral commission uh, uh, carries out and and it's very it's very unfortunate because uh it's supposed to be one of the independent commissions and mm-hmm. therefore uh, must be respected and uh, be allowed to carry out their work uh, but uh, in an environment of mistrust mm-hmm. uh, this is very very difficult to attain the one one uh, simple example is that uh, the 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 fact that uh, they there could have been uh, double voting for example in the past uh, is something that is attested to uh, the fact that uh, the voters' role in the past was not easily accessible. It was not accessed. Uh, Sometimes people could go after an election, they could go for years, uh-huh. having requested to have access to the voters' role, the physical voters' role, without accessing. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm saying we are dealing with ghosts of the past. Uh-huh. Now that we have uh, this uh, uh, voters' role, the, the, everyone is uh, expecting to put their hands on it and uh, to make sure that uh, either, for some of them, uh, so that they can uh, be uh, satisfied that actually the, the uh, electorate, the people that they want to uh, to convince to vote for them, they are sure that they are on the voter's roll, and uh, and therefore that uh, they are confident that their, um, the, their constituents is going to vote. Mm-hmm. For others, uh, they are also looking if there are any errors, uh, because uh, if, uh, if uh, there are errors then there, are, there will be reasons for someone to say uh, there is something fishy around this. The, the Because of this uh, mistrust, there is also a suspicion that are there no uh, ghost uh, voters? Are there no names that have been put on the voters' roll of, of names of people who do not exist? And all these things. As I'm saying, this is characteristic of... Of the environment of mistrust that we inherited from the past and that we still need to deal with. Having said this, uh, we uh, also have now uh, accessed the the voters' role, and uh, we are still uh, also trying to familiarize ourselves uh, with it. and And I think there are there are many uh, uh, issues that we are also worried with about. First is uh, that uh, if um, if the uh, we we hope that the right people have access to this information uh-huh. about me. Uh-huh. And and I think for me this is one of the concerns because everyone is clamoring to have their hands not only on the finished voters roll but even on the primary data that uh-huh. was introduced to build this voters roll. And uh, this day's uh, data is, uh, is very precious. Yeah,
0: it, it, it is gold.
2: It is gold. And, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my, my, the concern that we should all have is uh, whether this data is safe, uh, that uh, it is still uh, in the hands of ZEC and it is not going to end up uh, being uh, uh, received by other people who want to use it for, for other purposes. The other thing that we hope uh, is also um, uh, true is that we hope that this uh, voters' role represents uh, uh, at the highest level the, all the people that registered We hope that all the people that are in the voters role are the people who registered and therefore these are the people who are going to be to be voting uh, and I think if uh, this is uh, proved to be uh, to be the case uh, by those I think because I think it's much of it is quite a te- is a technical exercise to really determine whether the people who registered are the people who are in the, in the voters role. So, for those who are going to be able to uh, to prove uh, this, hopefully with the help of Zek, I think this will then contribute to whether uh, the the election process had some uh, some level of credibility. Because I think this is one of the primary uh, benchmarks of measuring the credibility of an election process. Mm-hmm. If the people that are on the voters' roll are the people that are registered, then you you have started on the on the right uh, right plane. But uh, as I said, we are operating from an environment of trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think ZEK could have helped uh, uh, itself also uh, by, uh, by being uh, proactive in this communication. Uh, many times people were not very sure uh, when the voter's roll was going to come out. Some people ended up going to the courts. I think uh, ZEK could have helped uh, itself by communicating. We are, because uh, for, for your own information, this is the first time we mm-hmm. have this uh, method uh, of, uh, of voting and of building a voter's role, role. Yeah. so i i can imagine the the struggles they would have faced uh when they found mistakes and and so forth and there is a possibility that there was no they no one could have predicted issue the challenges that they were going to face what was required was they needed to communicate uh that we are having challenges in this area so that the electorate which are already uh, restive, would have been calmed down, but mm-hmm. uh, as it stands now, uh the voters' roll is out, and uh, those who have uh, who want to have access to it can have access to it, and uh, we will see what comes out of this.
0: Let me come back to you, Simbarashe. I can see some listeners getting in touch with us. Keep those messages and comments coming through zero seven three one one six eight zero four five zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. Simbarashe, I, I think before you, you you post another question, let me answer the one that you post
1: first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but to, to just to also remind the listeners that Kra uh, uh, is a member of the Crisis in Zimbabwe Coalition. Mm-hmm. Um, j- just trying to you know to respond to the question that you earlier on put mm-hmm. the, the suspicion around seg, I mean around the voters' role.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yes, there is a lot of uh, suspicion. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would put it at grand suspicion mm-hmm. around our electioneering process, around issues to do with the, the voters' role. Uh, Zek opened up the voters role for inspection from the 19th to the 29th. Uh-huh. Our understanding was that after that they were going to, you know, uh, come up with a, a consolidated for, for voters roll uh-huh. that, that was supposed to be shared with the candidates uh-huh. before the sitting of the nomination court, uh-huh. right? That people had to file their papers. On the nomination day without access without the voters role, is to me a big anomaly because when you file your papers your nomination is supposed to be supported by registered voters eh? uh-huh. you go to your friends two three five friends and you ask are you in the voters and then they say yes and then you uh, Base your nomination on that, you know, acknowledgement by your colleagues and say, okay, these colleagues of mine are in the nomination. Only to realize on the day of nomination that probably three or five of your colleagues had their names wrongly spelled in the voters' row. What does that mean to your nomination? It means that your nomination will be thrown out. Mm -hmm. So this is the reason why people are saying the voters' row should have been given to the candidates well before the nomination court set. So that you are clear in terms of the people whom you use to to support your nomination application. Mm -hmm. So probably this is one of the... The areas that create, you know, the, were, the were any we were about. any
0: candidates affected by what you've just said? Where I, I assumed that uh, from, Reverend from the think that we
1: have yet, candidates mm-hmm. were not uh, uh, actually affected because they were proactive. They had to visit the Zeke offices, the nomination centers, a day before the day of, I mean, filing their nomination, just to check whether the people who, whom they put on their list of you know the registered voters to support their nomination were actually on the voters' roll. That to me is an anomaly, but they're not even supposed to go there. They were supposed to be presented with the voter's row and then just pick. For themselves to but, check for but themselves. as the
0: reverend has said this is a new system and given that uh there will be challenges zech then availed that option to say we have we are not able to do what we're meant to do here is an alternative I, I if they I had not offered I an I alternative I
1: Ella, my friend, mm-hmm. that uh Zek opened the you know uh, the process from the 19th to the 20th so that people can check whether mm-hmm. their names were in or not in some irregularities or were not properly uh, captured by the officials or not Why did they do that? It was simply meant to come up with a properly, you know... A, a, a proper voters role, so to speak. Okay. Which but was if, then, if, if no one was affected in the way the that candidates. you,
0: if if no one was affected by what you've just said, mm-hmm. why is that? It? Because Zeki is saying, look, I would have imagined they would have said we are not able to present you the voters role as you would like. But you, here's I an told option. You
1: the reason why people were not affected, people okay. were, the candidates were proactive. Both are the one who is supposed to garner the votes. who are supposed to have your okay. things properly, you know, captured and in good uh, order before the nomination. That's okay. the reason why people were not affected they were simply pro Zeke was supposed to be proactive on that matter but they did not do that and they did not present the voters role to the you know aspiring candidates before the nomination court set and okay. that is a big anomaly which we
0: must record now uh, the question I was going to ask you before uh, you, you weighed in and and, and added your contributions <laughs> yes, to this is yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, if there are these anomalies and concerns and and issues why proceed to participate in this process that you clearly say there are anomalies? Why, why do we still see people who feel aggrieved putting their hats in the ring? And is that not legitimizing the process and saying we're happy with it? Now, when you participate and you raise issues like this,
1: you are not necessarily legitimizing this process. Mm-hmm. You are simply coming from a background that you you, you are understanding that we're in a struggle. mm mm-hmm. When you're in a struggle, uh, everything is not presented to you. It does not come on a silver platter. You have to fight for it. So it's a process that we must keep on, uh, you know, trying to make sure that it, it, is, it is properly done. Each and every time we have elections, we try to co- to correct these, uh, you know, mistakes, these anomalies and so forth. So we, we cannot then say because... Uh, I was not given the voters' roll in time, I'm boycotting this election. The election will surely go ahead because if you boycott, it does not mean that the next candidate or the next three candidates share the same view with you. They will participate in that election. And in a way, they are legitimizing
0: the election. You cannot single-endedly delegitimize an election. Mm -hmm. Listeners getting in touch. Mushai in Chi Town says, "My activists are anujigane violence. This time, hakuna food... Uh, Rajaira will not fight this time around Thank you so much Mshay Pachitown For getting in touch with us 0731 Certainly the issue of violence I think we've spoken about and said that uh, you know, the, There is this freedom that is there I, I would like to ask you know, Obviously you represent Harare, and metro, Harare metropolitan residents uh, Zesni is, is, is perhaps Wider reaching uh, across uh, The country what is the situation previous you know it's easy for us to see what we see here in the cities Uh, would you have some insights into what is the situation on the ground in rural communities for instance
2: i I think uh, it is it's now uh, uh, public knowledge that uh, the even though the uh, um inter-party violence has gone down, it doesn't mean that it has been completely eradicated. We are Uh hearing cases. Uh Actually, uh, we were hearing yesterday that there is one uh, member of uh, one political party whose house was Uh burnt in some some place. So, it's not that there is no violence at all. Uh Uh, We also see that at this time, the violence also has taken a a different shape. We are seeing more intra- uh, party violence violence uh, conflict that is taking place within the same uh, political party uh-huh. uh, and and i think all these are are character showing that we are not yet out of the woods as a nation mm. the the idea of solving differences using violence is something that is still upon us and therefore we need we need to find a way of uh, of addressing it Having said this, I want to reiterate what I said uh, at the beginning. If you compare with the 2008 election, for example, Uh uh, where uh, actually you had state-sponsored violence, uh, this time, if if this is the case, what we are seeing are the the results of that. Many people are still intimidated. They are afraid of what happened in the past. Mm. And I think this is a reality Mm. that we, we need to deal with Uh, We need uh, to to strengthen the resolve of Zimbabweans to say, uh, if it is true, indeed, uh, in this period you are allowed to air your view without fear, you are allowed to go and cast your vote without fear, and uh, your your vote is your your secret. And I think if we continue emphasizing this, we believe that maybe even that fear, which is generated from the past experiences, uh, can also uh, start to slowly wane.
0: Uh, Thank you so much, uh, too. Before you come in, I just want to read this uh, contribution, then I'll allow you to add on. Russell from Laya says, for me, there is no free election that is going to be held because Zek is never independent, and it will never be because if they included opposition parties to place voting polls around the country, and then they go ahead and extend the number of these polls without including the same opposition parties. That's a contribution from Russell and Laya. Thank you so much. Go ahead, sir. Yeah
1: just just to mention just two quick points say that mm-hmm. uh, in my view uh, the infrastructure of violence has not been dismantled it is still there and actually intact what we have witnessed is a systematic way of just lowering the volume uh, the volume of violence has been lowered and the people who have lowered it are the real uh, you know people who preside over this infrastructure of violence but this time around they don't want to see uh, people beating each other they don't want to see cases of violence being reported by the you know uh, the international community the international media and even the local media they don't want to see that what they are trying to push through is a i mean a, 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 a legitimation issue they want to be legitimized. And when you want legitimacy, you do everything possible. You, you, you play all the tricks in the book to make sure that no one after the election will accuse you of having you know, violated this or violated that. They will say, the environment was friendly like we are confirming today and here now that people are not beating each other they're not beating each other as compared to the previous elections we're not witnessing hospitals being you know stabbed by you know being you know inundated Victims. by mm. patients of political violence we're not having that we're not having internally displaced people we're not having all these previous scenarios that we have witnessed before but what we are having are memories uh, which have not been lost. People still have this. They, I mean, the memories are still vivid in these people. That uh, at some point uh, there was, you know, massive violence. People being forced to do ABC. People being forced to leave their homes. People having their homes being bent by, you know, by 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 the the, the, the the perpetrators of violence. So this is the situation
0: that is obtaining. Uh, a listener in Mvurwi, I think coming back to the to the point I had raised and, and made to you earlier, Simbarashi, but let me, I'll take a couple of uh, saying, look, super tinoda apana anomaly. That's Mvurwi babataku. So it, it comes back, I think, is the point I was saying that if people are free to go and express themselves. So he's saying, regardless of whatever of these anomalies, isupa trukudat topaziva, and we'll go and put our ex there, regardless of all these other things that you talk about. But uh, let me take a couple of more coming through, uh, saying, um, uh, thank you so much uh, uh, Mandla Mpofu in Alice Del Niamandlovu Says the credibility of the election is a process that might take longer But we're happy that there is reduced violence BVR is new to us as Zimbabweans uh, And we are going to have a couple of errors here and there So let's try and work together peacefully towards a new and better Zimbabwe Thank you so much Mandla in uh, Alice Del Niamandlovu uh, Here's another one saying um, I think I uh, think Oh, here we go. Um, can the two gentlemen tell the nation, could uh, the constitution inoti panya voters role? We and I am Kuva from Cranbourne. I think that's a very good point there in terms of looking at it, certainly from that constitutional point of view. Adikwa Onde says, I think the opposition doesn't give us confidence by always complaining when swimming with sharks and never show fear. Thank you so much for that. Um, here's one saying, uh, my name is Mike from CBD. People and organisations like Crisis in Zimbabwe Coalition thrive on negativity, and credible elections are not good for their existence. That gentleman in the studio berating Zek is one such example. Zek has made very decent efforts, and and uh, I'm not sure what this word is of. Negativism would be outed at every turn, but basically saying that look, you know, there has been effort made, and certainly the point I was then going to come to. I would like us to to answer that issue of what the constitution says around the voters role and if indeed what is happening is 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 in breach of or not
1: okay thank you very much uh... the, the constitution is the supreme law of the land having said that i need to mention it very clearly that uh, issues related to the voters role are captured more clearly in the electoral Act not in the constitution, mm-hmm. but the constitution. has oh, oh, yes, some you know some issues related to the voters' role, related to our elections, related to our you know political rights and so forth. Uh, for instance, you can talk about uh, Section sixty-seven that talks about our political rights as Zimbabweans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you wanted to have a further discussion on that, you will see that uh, not all the Zimbabweans have been afforded the right to vote. Uh Zimbabweans living in the diaspora have been denied that right to vote and we are talking about a right that is in the constitution which is the supreme law of the land in terms of section uh, 2 A number of Zimbabweans have been denied that right because of uh, what Zeki is referring to as logistical issues, logistical nightmares that may ensue if they allow people in the diaspora to vote and so forth. So, not everything that Zeki is doing is constitutional. Some of it is not. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if they are the ones that are related to um, the the, the appointment of uh, uh, judges uh, to the electoral court which is in the Electoral Act. The Electoral Act talks about the creation of the Electoral Court to deal with election-related issues. Uh, we have had judges from the High Court being seconded to sit in the electoral, uh, electoral Court. But in terms of the law, again, this the same constitution, Section 183 is very clear that a judge cannot be appointed to sit in two courts. Mm-hmm. These judges have been appointed to sit in the High Court. They cannot then be appointed to sit in the Electoral Court. So th- these are illegal. Elect- I mean, I mean violations. The Constitution that one can uh, talk about uh, quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Uh, let us never, de- this is another listener saying, let us never defend mediocrity. Please, tovatati, because aspiring candidates are not disadvantaged. That's a listener getting in touch with a contribution. I didn't get their name there. I, I want to come in and talk about the issue of international observers, foreign observers. Uh, now, and say that it is encouraging that we have so many missions that have, uh, you know, been invited to come and will be here. And I would imagine that, if there are these glaring irregularities and or some of them are already on the ground i know that some of them are, are meeting civic society are meeting members of the opposition are meeting across the board uh, if these issues are raised and put to them i would imagine that they would also red flag them and raise them and 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 point them out
2: yes i i think uh, first first of all the the international uh, community is also appreciating the fact that uh, uh, they are invited to come and uh, and observe uh, these uh, these elections um, uh, what we know of course is that uh, the the international observers uh, will be looking at, at different things uh, they mm-hmm. they are uh, uh, we know for example uh, some who will say for them they want to see uh, where uh, the electoral process uh, should be. Uh, praised uh, for for keeping up uh, with the international standards and pointing out in those, to those areas that will need uh, that will need improvement for they there the are there are many international observers who are not coming here to say whether the elections were free fair and credible that's not their reason of coming uh, to, mm. to Zimbabwe some of them are coming to support uh, the growing uh, of democracy and therefore they will highlight where they think uh, there are areas that need improvement and areas uh, that a uh, 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 positive uh, 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 appraiser. Mm-hmm. And, and I think um, the, this is also the, the, this is going to be actually a very interesting landscape of election observation because uh, I think one of the anxieties that we have from different uh, actors is whether this election is going to be uh, viewed as a free, fair and credible. But not everyone is going to make this pronouncement mm-hmm. because for them this is not a priority for them, uh, they are seeing a process of building a solid democracy and therefore they want to highlight areas that need improvement and also to recognize areas uh, and, and I uh, my, myself of course here uh, speaking from the Zimbabwe Council of Churches, we are going to be welcoming uh, international ecumenical observers uh, starting uh, with the arrival of the General Secretary of the Zimbabwe Council of Churches, uh, who is coming on the 2nd, uh, 1st uh, of July and uh, we are also looking at uh, having uh, people who are coming here not only to come and observe an, an event, but to say how do we build from this event a process in which we build a more
0: solid uh, uh, democra- democracy George says the environment is different from previous elections here in Mount Darwin no one is being forced to attend the party gatherings thank you so much George uh, for that contribution here someone saying Zek is just an extension of the ruling party they are in a Romeo and Juliet relationship anyone can take them for granted at his own peril nomination court sitting without a voters role is joke of the century therefore anyone who can dispute this can also believe that Satan is an inhabitant of heaven Tima pa glenview thank you so much for that contribution uh uh, here's another one saying uh, I always listen to those guys in the studio They sound like they are standing for all citizens But in actual fact, they stand for opposition parties I am Brighton in Yazura Thank you so much, Brighton, for your contribution uh, A couple of contributions here on uh, the diaspora vote Why on earth should they be involved in a decision That they may not even have to live with? Thank you Thank you so much for that contribution. There are a couple of more coming through. Um, Here's one thing. Zek has made a calculated decision in this election, uh, hiding behind the law to cover their hidden motives. Uh, Common used words by Zek is not there. Uh, His time is not there. The law, we are professional. Zimbabweans have read between the lines that is coming from Prof. in Borodell. Thank you so much for your contribution, sir. Um, Anzivari Diaspora vanoda kuvhota vanga dai vakadzoka zve diaspora vote Maria mari yet Zimbabwe is poor ma american ali muno kana vachida kuvhota they fly out uh, those are some of the contributions coming through keep them coming through 07311680450731168045 0- that is certainly the the the, uh, the diversity of, of the contributions that are coming through uh, and and i, I think uh, uh, let me hand over to you very quickly, Simbaraj, to respond to some of those issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, quite a number of issues
1: being raised and uh, quite important points being also raised here in the studio by Reverend Dr. Amtada. Uh I just want to come in and say that uh, as we discuss about uh, election observation, let's also be able to differentiate between observing an election and monitoring an election. Mm-hmm. You can invite hundred observer missions, but observers are merely observers. They just observe, and uh, they they don't have much room to question some of these, uh, you know, irregularities that we are talking about. Some of these, you know, uh, things that have not been done properly as we prepare for this uh, election. Uh, but monitors have a bigger role to play. Uh, uh, on this election, as compared to election observers, so I, I'm I'm not even worried. I'm not I'm not I mean convinced that even after after inviting more than forty six observer missions, we are going to have something you know very credible coming out of uh, their you know press conferences after the elections they are just observers they will just observe and once they finish observing they will just tell you that what you ob- what you have observed is a b c d and we are leaving but election monitors don't do that they go further than merely observing an election so mm-hmm. in my view it was going to be better if you had more monitors than observers Mm-hmm. Yes So again commenting on uh, issues that are coming from uh, The listeners who are actively following this program uh, Issues related to uh, 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 That we will support the opposition and so forth uh, Blah 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 I'm not sure about that, but uh, we are here to share uh, objective views uh, to the best of our knowledge. Uh, in fact, we are just answering questions that you are uh, posing to us, and we are doing this to the best of our knowledge, uh, not being partisan, not you know following a certain uh, uh, political
0: party line of thinking. No, no, we are not here to do that. Very quickly, would you happen to know that differentiation, the distinction you've made between monitors and observers? Would you happen to know uh, m- monitors where they are from and and if indeed has that information been availed of uh, when you uh, observe missions and monitors
1: what, what we're hearing about mostly is the issue of uh, Uh, observers being uh, invited to come and observe this election. Uh, We've been told uh, through the ZBC that uh, more than 46 observer missions will be in the country. But we have not been told about uh, people who will be doing the real uh, monitoring of the elections. I'm sure the government of, of Zimbabwe knows much about that. ZEK knows much about that. And we're expecting more from them than for it to come from us mere, uh, you know, residents and citizens of this country. They must be able to rise above that and differentiate clearly and precisely that these are just observers and these are monitors. Monitors will be here probably six months before the election and then they will not leave immediately after the election. They will leave well after the elections, well after the observers would have left the country, would have presented their reports, would have
0: done their press conferences and, you know, shared the information with the rest of the world. Thank you for raising critical issues, Reverend Doctor Mtata, concerning the election environment. Zeke must indeed be more independent and cooperative. We look forward to a ecumenical bodies and the world council of churches general secretary coming imgc in harare uh, thank you so much for that contribution um i think uh, hi i think zimbabweans should be mature enough and love ourselves let us not send negative news about our country people like the one in the studio just want to see zimbabwean starving that is coming from godfrey marlborough thank you for your contribution coming through there uh rev back to you um and 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 I want to pick up again on this issue of, you know, the point, the, the, the question that I asked Simbarash and said, look we've seen a rush of candidates uh, lodging their papers with the nomination court, registering to be part of this process uh, if they had issues if they had problems should they have gone ahead to do that? Yes, I, I think
2: it uh, it depends on, uh, if you are not satisfied with the process uh, the the, the uh people should be allowed to have different ways of uh, of expressing their dissatisfaction others may say that they are going to boycott the whole process uh, others will say um, I feel love is better than nothing mm-hmm. so it's better that you, you participate I, I I would think that uh, if we if we want to be to be more uh, constructive we need actually to have people who will say, I'm not satisfied with this process. But I believe so much in democracy. I'm still going to uh, pre- present myself as a candidate. I hope uh, that uh, in so doing, I continue to uh, to, to campaign that we have uh, a system that uh, creates uh, even uh, playing field uh, for everyone. Uh, you know uh, as far as uh, as i am concerned we we are a one one nation that uh, is uh, is deeply wounded mm-hmm. uh, and therefore the the level of uh, fragmentation in our society tells when uh, you are having a discussion like this people already uh, put themselves to the extreme mm-hmm. ends of positions and uh, mm-hmm. therefore for us to have a civilized conversation in which people can mm-hmm. say actually uh, as a Zimbabwean, I believe that these are areas that we are doing well, and these are areas that we need to improve, and and I, 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 I think, for me, this is the struggle that uh, we still have at the moment. Mm. Zimbabwe need to be grateful that so far, we have had some improvements, and I think we need to take this into consideration, but we should not be satisfied with where we are at the moment, because there are so many things that still need to be done, and I think if we take that approach, um, it it doesn't matter where you belong politically because you can still say I think here we are doing well Uh but I think there are areas that we need to improve it's only when we start to have that kind of conversation that we become constructive at the moment there is a lot of anger there is a lot of of hurt so for us to have a conversation around elections that dignifies for example the work of uh, of of, uh, of Zach, the institution, not not the individuals who are there. The institution that dignifies the institution. I think we are still uh, very far uh, from that. But uh, I think with such a uh, conversation, I hope uh, we, we grow to a point uh, where we will be able to be different without necessarily uh, being uh, too polarized as a nation. My,
0: my my final comments and things I would like to talk about. I think is the issue of uh, voter education, and if indeed you think enough is being done, because. We may take it for granted that people know that, A, uh, there's a completely new voter's role. So there are some people who are here in BVR and they are in the you voters. So anyway, my name is there. there. There are some people who might think that. There are some people who may not know, even having gone through BVR, that, uh, yes, I've been told I must vote at this polling station. But uh, Nanda Jairod I can go anywhere in Hatfield. Yeah. So it's the, the, all these new things that are there, uh, uh, voter education. Uh, is there enough time for it? Is enough being done to actually ensure that the voters who do go there uh, are, are fully aware?
2: I think this is, a, this is a this is a this is a fundamental question. There is a big problem right now because voter education has been very very low. Mm-hmm. Uh they, We can ascribe this to many reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. One of which is uh, is uh, I don't think there is enough resources that are put in voter education. Uh, both, I think, uh, from uh, from uh, the uh, from the state side, but also from civil society. Civil society funding, uh, which uh, uh, used to contribute to voter education, has gone down drastically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we have seen um, very little voter education. I, uh, to be to be honest, there are many many Zimbabweans who do not know, uh, who do not understand the current uh, electoral environment. Mm-hmm. We have gone to register, but who who do not know whether uh, the, uh, for example when they are told to submit their serial numbers uh, whether someone is going to know who they voted for. This, mm. is, this is a sign of, uh, of ignorance mm-hmm. because someone believes that if I show someone my serial number uh, which means uh, that they are going to know whom I have voted for. Mm-hmm. So I think we are desperately in need uh, of uh, increased uh, voter education. But I think we also need to start to think about citizenship education because I think voting is just a small part the broader issue that I think we will need is citizenship education. People to understand, as a citizen, what are my rights uh-huh. and what are my obligations? And I think it is, when we start to play uh, this role, it is very, very possible that uh, our 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 participation also in the elections will mature. We will see, for example, increased internal democracy in the political parties themselves. This is what we have seen, uh, even though we are talking about democracy as a nation, internally in the political parties you can yeah. see we can see that uh, there is a struggle to appreciate difference within the political parties mm-hmm. and this is one sign that uh, actually uh, our understanding of being citizens with rights and responsibility has not been properly inculcated in among citizens
0: and lastly to you simbarashi i mean you raise a very good point there rev where you talk about citizenship education and uh, in fact you know i think also where we need some education is the candidates themselves because you know the number the sheer number of people i've seen throwing their heads into the ring particularly for parliamentary positions and all these things i think there might be a misconception that you know what being an mp comes with all these rich pickings and it's access to money and all these sorts of things so i think in that respect maybe that's why there's such interest in into getting into some of these whereas we shouldn't view Uh, these are uh, uh, servant positions Uh, and even the electorate must also know that an mp is not uh, a burial society sponsor so uh, can we get there but i
1: think you need to agree with me that uh, politics is the fastest growing industry (laughs) in the country yeah Uh, we've been noting this over the years the past 10 20 years everyone you know would want everyone is itching to join politics and the reasons are pretty much clear to everyone. It's just the you know the shortest route to 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 getting rich. Join mm. politics the next two three years, you are rich. <laughs> I mean, it's clear. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. Me and you have seen it. We have observed it on the ground, and we've seen people getting rich just by training, politics. That is why I'm concluding that is the part, fastest uh, growing industry. But coming to the issue that you've just, uh, you know, you've just been talking about with the mm. Reverend Dr. Mdata, the issue of voter education, education. and so mm. on. Uh, Father, I am not here to bury Zek, but I want to believe and uh, agree with everyone that Zek is entirely to blame on the issue of voter education. Why because Zeki has maintained a monopoly over the issue of voter education by criminalizing the civil society and other you know progressive organization from embarking on voter education before during and even after elections people have been asked you know to, to submit a whole lot of things to make sure that you you, you get that status of being able to to go and, you know, embark on, be it in the urban areas and even in the rural areas, we've been asked to submit a hell lot of things to qualify to do that. So, it is ZEC which is entirely to blame for that issue. And, coming to the issue of the electoral amendment uh, bill that was presented, it is one of the issues that was also tabled, uh, I'm sure, by the opposition, that uh, we must remove the monopoly of ZEC on voter education. But... If you are to check on the amendments that were taken on board that issue was ignored. so we are still in the same basket that we have been. we are going to have Zeki maintaining this monopoly over voter education, criminalizing on uh, you know the civil society that would want civil society organization that would want to carry out voter education even after this election that we are going to get into so Farai we we'll discuss this probably we we'll discuss this probably three years. After this election, we'll be having the same challenges, uh, no solutions, same
0: problems, no answers. We certainly hope not and hope that uh, you know this process, this journey that we've begun, will will get better. What remains is for me to thank you, uh, Simbarashi More, Chairperson of the Combined Harare Residents Association as well as a member of the Harare Metropolitan Residence Forum, alongside the ZESNI board member as well as General Secretary of Zimbabwe Council of Churches, Reverend Dr. Kenneth Mutata. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming through to the program. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you. It's also been a pleasure interacting and uh, engaging with uh, various listeners across the board who've gotten in touch with us, who've shared their views. It's always great to hear from you uh, keep those messages and contributions coming through this program belongs to you we wouldn't be doing it uh, except for you also want to thank all the listeners who uh, perhaps didn't get an opportunity to respond to participate but we're listening nonetheless it's always great and and that's why we do this zfm stereo my station your station ask the mp only on this station up next health matters with larry that and a whole lot more coming your way so keep it here good night